Welcome to the Simple Programmer Podcast. Making complex programming simple and fast. With everything from career advice to philosophy, it's the Simple Programmer Podcast. Hey, what's up? John Sanmez here from simpleprogrammer.com. And I have a question about online coding tests. I know a lot of you have been asking me about this. And I, I did a video on whiteboards, on whiteboard programming interviews. You can check that out here. But this time I want to talk about the online version, online coding tests. These are becoming more popular for evaluating software developers today. A lot of people hate them. A lot of people love them. But I'd say more people hate them. So, this question is from Joe, and he says, I'm a subscriber of your YouTube channel, and I recently purchased your 10 steps to learn anything quickly course. I wonder if I could request your thoughts on the below. So, uh, if you wonder what he's talking about, I do have a course called 10 steps to learn anything quickly, and it, it is basically what it says. It teaches you how to learn things quickly in 10 steps. Check it out if, you, if you're interested in learning things quickly, in learning the, getting the ability to learn how to learn, which is, I think is the most important ability that you can have. He says here uh, that he read this blog post, Why Hard Interviews Are Good. Now, I've been through a lot of these lately and got very demotivated a few times. So he goes on to say that there are some companies which required him to code a solution offline, which wasn't trivial, and then they had a live coding exercise and asked to code a live solution, and he got nervous and fumbled and, and stuff, and they told him he wasn't senior enough for the position. And then there's another group of companies that wanted him to clear tests on sites like Codility and HackerRank and similar online programming testing platforms. And then they gave really hard logic problems to be solved in a fixed time. And he said that it's something that I believe requires time to think through a few iterations before one arrives at a solution, unless you've already seen the problem. Uh, now I've written some pretty complex code. And he goes on to say that basically, you know, he, he's done real code. And this is not real code that you do in production, and this is not really building an application. This is some silly test. I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but this is kind of, I think, the attitude that, that a lot of you have. This is some silly test online, and it's, it's not even like a real environment, and you have more time in a real environment and all of this stuff. And I get that, and I totally agree. Coding tests online are not like, not like real life. That's not, you typically don't have that, that kind of situation. I mean, some, some of you do. Maybe if you're working on like algorithmic trading software and, or an e-commerce solution and the website's going down and stuff and you gotta code up a solution. But for the most part, you don't have that. But here's the thing. This is a quote, I gotta think about, I can't think of who said this quote. If someone knows the attribution, leave it in a comment below. But essentially, and Tim Ferriss says this a lot, he, he says that we don't rise to the level of our dreams or expectations. We fall to the level of our training. So think about that for a second. We fall to the level of our training. So that's, that's why these tests are so important. Is because I guarantee you, if I can put you in a room and I can have five people watching you code on a whiteboard, or do a live coding challenge and give you a time limit for that and put pressure on you and you fly through that and you succeed and you do awesome 
or if I give you an online coding challenge and it's a really hard one and they don't give you enough time to do the damn thing and there's a lot of pressure on you but you get it done and you ace it I guarantee you if you do those things that you're gonna you're you're well I can't guarantee you but I'm gonna tell you that you're gonna have a more than higher than average chance of succeeding in a much less tense situation right it, it, it's about training Overtraining, training for the battle, preparing so hard. There's a really good book, actually. It's kind of funny. So, by Stephen Pressfield, and it's not the one that you think I'm going to recommend. It's called Gates of Fire. Check out that book. I don't read a lot of fiction books, but that's, this book is great. And in that book, he, he goes through the Spartan training regimen. They got this this one guy, this one boy called Tripod. Okay, and and. I forget exactly the details, but essentially you, you hold the shield up, right? And, and these other boys come and they bash you with their shield. Like they're, they're giving them a shield training. And he, I think he dropped the shield at one point and like you never leave your shield down. Like it's, it's such a sin in the Spartan training. And then there's some penalty like where, the, where they crush into you and stuff. And like you're supposed to go down eventually. Like you're supposed to take a beating and you're supposed to drop. But Tripod wouldn't drop. And he, he, he got beat so he died right this is a kid that that died going through this, this training his own people killed him what's up guys john sonmez here from simpleprogrammer.com and i want to tell you about my free blogging course that you can sign up for at simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog now this free blogging course is going to tell you how to create a blog to boost your career it's something that you definitely don't want to miss thousands of developers have already gone through the course the free course that you're going to get by email and have learned how to create a blog to boost their career to make more money and even to grow their own side business it's something that Every single developer should do, especially if you're a web developer, you should have your own blog. I'm going to show you exactly how to do it, how to be successful, how to get traffic, everything that you need to know about creating a blog and even making money from it. Just go to simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog to sign up now. Once again, it's simpleprogrammer.com forward slash pblog. And, and it's, it's kind of like this traumatic moment for, for, the, for these boys in, in, in this book. And... And, and, and I thought about that, and I'm, I'm like, I'm torn on this, and, and I'm thinking, oh, you know, so, but, but this is the cost. This is, like, this is an example of, of, that's not practical in a real battle, right? You don't need to be able to have your own people beat the hell out of you and kill you. But if you can withstand that, if the other boys, if that's the level of training that you go through, if, it, if, it's, if your level of training is well beyond what you actually need to succeed then when you're in that high pressure situation, when you're in the actual environment, when you actually do need to perform, you can do it. It's easy. You, you can accomplish that, right? So that's where, where you know, I, I, could, I could take this a few different ways, but this is where I'm going to take it today on this, is, is I think that, like, yeah, we can complain about online programming tests, and we could say it's not realistic and, and whatever, and it doesn't prove anything, but, but the reality of the situation is that someone who can ace these and it's not just the skill it, it's the it's the the wisdom okay it's the common sense like if you know that a company is going to give you online tests or whiteboard interviews and I've said it you should know this right now you're gonna to have to solve algorithmic problems I did this question on on do I need to know algorithms yeah you do right and you, you can check that out but if you know that that's the environment and you know that's how Microsoft is going to test you or Google is going to test you and you choose not to prepare for that and not to raise your level of training, if you drop your shield, 
what can I say? It says something about you, right? I'm not trying to be mean, but it says something about you, does it not? Does it not say something about you? Can I not infer some of your character from your inability to prepare for something that you know you should prepare for, that you know is gonna happen, and then yet you choose to complain about it? Lots of helicopters. If you ace these tests, right, if you have prepared for them, if you have trained harder than you need to train, right, if you have made sure that you are going to ace these tests, does that say something about you? And, and whether it says something about your programming skills or not, we can debate that all day long. And I will argue that it actually does because I have competed at a high level in some of these algorithm, I, I, I did a, I think I did a post on Topcoder, an older post, but I did that and that greatly improved my skills as a software developer. It really did. Okay, so we, we can debate that part. I, I, but I will say that as far as a character standpoint, the test, if, if nothing else, if they don't demonstrate your programming skills, fine. We, you can, I'll even give you that maybe, not, not your actual programming skills in a real work environment, but they show something about your character because they show how you're gonna work under pressure they show whether or not you've prepared for something that you know you should have prepared for. And, and, they, and they, they show your, your ability to like take a hit. Because how, how do you deal with it when you, some of these tests you're going to fail. Because no one can do them, not in that time limit. And then what do you do? What do you say? How do you respond to that? Do you say, oh, do you make excuses for yourself? Do you say, oh, the test was too hard, I didn't have enough time, it was unfair? Or do you, you, you try to like excuse your behavior? Or do you say, you know what? That was a that was a challenge. I, I that was kind of fun. I I wish I did better. I'd like to. Could I take that challenge again? Could I come back and do that again? I would love to. I, I need some. There, that showed me some stuff I could work on. That's great. I'm gonna start working on some of those problems. Uh, you know. I think I think if if you, you answer that way, you, you might catch the, the interviewer smirk a little bit, smile a little bit, as he's as he's happy. He's, he's found someone that that he'd be proud to have on his team. So think about it that way. Don't think about it, you know, from how hard it is and how unfair it is. This is, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave one last point here, which is when you see something that's a challenge, when you see something that's difficult, that's awesome. You know why? Because that gives you the opportunity to differentiate yourself. The harder the challenge is, the bigger the mountain is to climb, the fewer people that are gonna do it. So that gives you the ability to be the person who does it and to get the rewards, it, it eliminates your competition for you. If the shit is easy, it's really, really hard to stand out. But if it's hard, right, that's an opportunity. It's not, it's not a handicap, it's not something that's being done to you, it's an opportunity for you to rise above the rest. And you should appreciate any time you've got those opportunities in life. Anytime the barrier is high for entry, that's a good, good thing for you if you're willing to do the work. So do the work. And, don't forget to subscribe to my channel here. Click the subscribe button below if you would like to get more advice and you'd like me to, I know you guys like this, you'd like me to call you lazy, kick you in the ass, I will do it. I promise you that every week I will at least kick your ass one time if you click the subscribe button. I'll talk to you next time, take care.